0: Welcome to Mindset, Mess, and Magic, the podcast show empowering you to develop the self-belief, habits, and mindset you need to step out of your comfort zone and consciously create a life you love and deserve. Join me as we navigate the mess and magic of life whilst dreaming big and overcoming challenges along the way. I'm your host, Hayley Scott-Summers, and I am super excited to be on this journey with you. Is life happening to you or for you? This is the question that we're addressing today on the podcast. So today we're going to be talking all about change, how to navigate change, and how to not just survive, but also thrive during seasons of change. Because change is something that impacts all of us. We can't avoid it. And usually it happens quite unexpectedly. Your life will get turned upside down and having the right tools to navigate those periods of time, not saying it makes it easy. No, it does. It makes it easier okay it does make it easier if you are better equipped to deal with it it doesn't stop things from being painful it doesn't stop things from being difficult but being better equipped to deal with it makes the transition from where you thought you were to where you are and where you're going a lot easier is the truth and i i actually i'm a big fan of change i adore change to be honest without it i get really restless um this is undoubtedly a hangover from a childhood in which everything continually changed from schools to countries to towns to step-parents it was like it was as chaotic as it sounds i was always the new girl and i look back now as an adult and i can actually appreciate the multitude of gifts and tools that i acquired all thanks to the amount of change that i became accustomed to as a kid so change doesn't phase me as much as potentially someone who's had a lot of structure and a lot of routine in their lives. But let's be real, there is a big difference between exciting change and, you know, life-changing change, the kind of changes that make you feel sick, the kind of changes that cause you pain. But none of us can avoid change. And whilst having the right tools to navigate through change doesn't stop them from being painful, it doesn't stop them from being difficult, I think it can reduce the pain and the suffering that you feel when you're going through change, if you have the right tools. Like everything in life, context is key. Okay, so there are good changes, there are bad changes, but knowing how to deal with them is really important. And whilst I don't pretend to know your circumstances or what season of life you're currently going through, or what would make you want to listen to a podcast episode titled how to survive and thrive during change, I do believe that there are a few fundamental tips and techniques for doing exactly that, that I believe can be applied to almost any life change, which I know is a pretty bold statement. But I've often joked that change and I are practically related and... I figured that I know a thing or two about navigating it. So if you are currently in a season of change that feels hard or you're about to embark upon something new and the overwhelm is real, I have a few tips for you today. And it's about not just kind of getting through, but it's also about getting the most out of it because there are so many times in our life where we'll go through something that is difficult, that is painful, that is unexpected, and we can come out the other side and go, well, thank fuck that happened. And you might not be there yet. The the concept of that might be like, what? Are you kidding me? No, this sucks. (laughs) I get that. I do. I really get that. But stick with me here. Okay? Just stick with me here. So one of the first things that I always recommend if you are going through a season of change is to get some space. Get some space for yourself, whether it is from the environment that is currently changing whether it is something to do with your relationship, whether it's something to do with your career, whatever it is, if you are currently going through something, just give yourself some space. I think it's very natural as humans to want to seek out answers. But sometimes instead of looking for the answers, what we need to do is take a step back and just breathe, like switch off your notifications, go for a walk or a run in nature Cook a meal that brings you joy and feels good for you. Turn the music up loud, dance, meditate, paint, write, run a bath or take a shower, like curl up with a good book, take a nap, just be. So to gain some clarity and, and, you know, basically create a plan all of those things are going to be made a lot harder by the incessant notifications, and the pull that we get from our mobile phones and just being connected to everything and everyone all the time. So even if you feel like you're seeking solutions, before you know it, you're going to fall down the social media rabbit hole and doom scrolling like your life depends on it. And somewhere inside of you, you actually already have the answers to your questions. And the remedies to your problems. But if you don't allow yourself the space to explore those possibilities, to feel the feelings and process the changes that are happening, it is going to be a lot harder to gain clarity around what you want and how you're going to get it. So give yourself some space. The other thing that I'd really recommend is acknowledging your feelings, even the uncomfortable ones. This is the bit that usually makes people go, oh, I don't want to do that. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you deny the existence of painful feelings, or if you hide from them, they are going to stay with you for a lot longer. So sit with yourself compassionately in a safe space. Like make yourself feel good before you do it. Earlier, I talked about You know, getting some space, have a bath, eat some good food, things that make you feel good. So, once you've done that and you're in a space where you can sit with yourself compassionately, listen to what really comes up for you. Like, feel it, speak it out loud or write it down. Like, whatever works for you, there is no right or wrong way to do this. The goal here is simply to get real about how you're feeling, even if it's not pretty. Because the emotions that maybe don't feel so pretty, whether it is Jealousy or anger or insecurity, frustration, confusion, all of the things that can come up for us when we're going through unexpected changes, they are all going to help lead us to where we want to go in the next bit. But if you deny yourself sitting with that emotion and and really feeling it and exploring it, again, in a safe space compassionately, you are going to make the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go a lot wider. So the more you try and bury your feelings or ignore them, the longer you're going to remain in a place that feels painful. And when you try and push down pain or frustration, it's going to show up in unexpected areas of your life. And you end up kind of playing whack-a-mole with your emotions (laughs) And you won't get to decide when or where this happens. It might show up at a time that is super inconvenient. In fact, it almost always will show up at a time that is really inconvenient. It's not a fun game to play and one that can generally be avoided. But you have to be willing to sit with yourself in, a, in that space and explore how you feel. Remember, what you resist will persist. So I've already mentioned a lot about self-compassion. I mean, I talk about self-compassion all the time probably every episode is going to have practice self-compassion, but with a really, really good reason. So for anyone that's going, self can what now? So self-compassion is basically turning all that love and support and encouragement that you would normally extend to others, turning it inwards and giving it to yourself. And if you're listening going, sorry, do what now? Then it is definitely time for you to address your self-love game. I always think, especially as women, we're so good at extending compassion and reason and understanding and love to other people. And then when it comes to ourselves, we just find ourselves, I don't know if it's depleted in it for ourselves or we just deny it to ourselves. But if you extend the same kindness to yourself as you would to others, it is going to do wonders for your well-being, especially when you are experiencing difficult seasons and going through change this doesn't need to be complicated. Don't overcomplicate it. So a little more love and understanding and a lot less negative self-talk and judgment are going to go a really long way. And again, I know I say it all the time, but learning to truly love yourself is the gift that is just going to keep on giving. And you are definitely going to need that even more so if you're in a season of your life that is difficult or maybe the shit has hit the fan. Being kind to yourself during that time is just, it's a gift It's a gift that you can give yourself and like so many of these things they are all choices. You can choose to be kind to yourself. Another one of my tips for not just surviving but thriving during periods of change is to be open to the change. It is usually our resistance to things that the most amount of pain, anxiety or stress is going to be felt. So when life doesn't go as wanted or hoped, it can be painful. And I'm not saying everything happens for a reason because, you know, let's be real here. Some things simply make no sense. But if you're open to changing your perception of the new reality in which you are currently faced, if you are patient and willing to see where this alternative path will take you, you may just come to the realization this was always meant to be for you and not just something happening to you. Now, if this feels unhelpful and you find yourself thinking, well, gee, thanks for that, but this hurts or it sucks and I didn't want anything to change to fuck you. I get it. I do. I do get it. Like it does suck sometimes and sometimes it is hard and sometimes it can be incredibly painful. But by holding on to what was, you are actively blocking yourself from what can be. We can't always choose what happens to us in life, but we can choose how we deal with the cards that we're dealt and the path that we want to create going forward. Which leads me to my next point, protect your energy. I mean, this is a pretty good rule for life in general, but especially when you are going through unexpected transitional periods in which things feel harder, or you're just simply navigating uncharted territory. Think about what will support you during this time and consider what is going to make things worse. Remember how I said earlier that you actually already have the answers, you just have to give yourself the space to find them? Well, it's kind of the same with where we direct our energy and what we allow our focus to fall upon. So you have to get really honest with yourself. Reflect on your daily habits, your interactions and your relationships. Are you at a season in your life which things that previously served you are no longer going to give you the same results. Maybe there was something that you were doing that now your circumstances or your situation has changed, and it's time to let that thing go. Again, I, I do believe that we already have the answers within us. It's about creating that space for us to really pinpoint them and go, okay, this is what I need to do next. This I need to drop, this boundary I need to enforce. You know, these habits or routines served me before, they're no longer going to serve me. What is going to serve me in this new season of my life? What am I looking at? What can I do? You have to be really honest with yourself about what it is that you want going forward. So, reflect on your daily habits. And, you know, this might be a really good time to draw some boundaries in some areas whilst you work through this time. Don't be scared to ask for help from trusted family and friends. Okay, so my next point is practicing gratitude daily. This can have a profoundly grounding effect and it doesn't need to be complicated at all. You can do it in your head. You can write it down, like whatever works for you. So when life feels like it's falling apart, if you feel lost or uncertain and nothing feels like it's kind of going your way, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to draw focus on all that you do have. And in turn, you're taking away focus from the things that you perceive yourself to not have or what is no longer there. Again, it can be really, really simple. The breath in your body that is giving you life, the nourishing meal that you last ate, the sun rising on another day. Like it doesn't magically fix everything, but it does help you shift your mindset from what you don't have to what you do have. And gratitude also has this really magical way of multiplying. I don't know if you noticed that, but it sort of shifts your perspective. So the more you appreciate, the more you see there is to be appreciative of, and it kind of like it snowballs. So do it now. Just say out loud or write down again, whatever works best for you. You can write down five things that you're super grateful for, or if you want to be really bold with it, just sit there and say everything that you're grateful for until you can't think of anything else even the little things. As soon as you start shifting your perspective from what is going wrong to what is going right and what you do have, it's gonna make you feel a lot better. It's gonna put you in a better headspace so that you can navigate through these changes and move forward in a positive direction. And when you're moving forward in a positive direction, the next thing you can do is start looking for opportunities. Now, this is the bit where we really sort of focus on the, the thriving part of change. Maybe things haven't turned out the way you wanted, and okay, we, you've sat with your feelings, you've practiced self-compassion, you've given yourself some space and you're open to change, and you're now weirdly grateful for things that you didn't much pay attention to before. Like, what now? Well, in your pursuit of thriving through the change and turning your current situation into something that is working for you, you're going to need to do some deep diving and some exploration. Some great questions to ask yourself or some journaling prompts if you journal could be, is there a lesson to be extracted? What can I do differently next time? What do I really want now? How can I move forward? Um, How can I create the reality I want? What do I need to learn? What actions do I need to take? Who can help me on this journey? As always, it is about being compassionate and honest with yourself. This isn't about placing blame or wallowing Is about using your experiences constructively, extracting the lessons and finding the courage to step forward in a different direction. And whilst you're journaling about this, it's also a really good opportunity to reflect on things in your life that previously maybe didn't go the way that you wanted them to, or you had hoped, or you thought they were going to, and you found yourself in a situation having to pivot. Okay. Which I think <laughs> that was the big word of the pandemic, wasn't it? Especially anyone who had a business, everyone was being told to pivot. <laughs> and, um, oh gosh, I don't miss those days at all. Can you look back though, on a time where things didn't work out the way you wanted them to, and you now look back on it and go, oh, I'm so glad that happened that way. You know, maybe it was a relationship that at the time you were sad. And now you think, thank God. <laughs> like, We've all got one of those, right? So as always, be compassionate, be honest, look for previous examples in which things didn't work and you're now happy they did. Maybe one day, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the week after, but one day in the future, you'll look back on what you're going through now and you'll be glad that things changed, even though you weren't prepared for them. The other thing to do to help yourself during change is to seek support. Like when you access support from someone who has been where you are or who specializes with a specific problem you're facing, you can dramatically reduce the time in which you will be in a state of suffering because that person has walked that path. They know the shortcuts. They know that they know where the bumps in the road are and the potholes. They can help you get to where you want to be a lot quicker. It really is a game changer when it comes to sort of growing through what you're going through. You know, the right coaches, therapists, mentors who are in alignment with you and where you want to go not only accelerate how quickly you can get there, but they provide the tools and support to successfully set you up for the next stage. It could be a real game changer. So on Instagram stories, I asked you guys to write in what questions, topics you wanted me to discuss whilst going, talking about change. And I had a few really interesting ones and I've picked two of my favorite because I thought they were really excellent and they could apply to lots of you. And the first one was courage. And actually, I didn't get anything else. The the response sticker was courage. So I'm going to assume from that that what you want to know is how to have courage when facing change. So just going off that assumption, and I hope that I'm assuming correctly, going off that assumption, I think to have courage for something, my belief is that courage is doing something in spite of having fear, you know, in spite of doubt and insecurity and yeah, and being scared, it's doing that, it's doing it anyway. It's doing it scared. I would say with anything in life, sometimes the thing that holds us back is it being this like really big thing. So if we're talking about having courage to do something, despite the fact that we are scared to do it, It's looking at the thing that we're going to be either moving in towards, if it's a new season of our life, we're talking about change, or if it's something that we need to start doing or stop doing and we're scared and we're looking for courage, the thing that you need to do is to break it down. Because so often we look at something and it's this big thing, this big change, this big, scary uh, action that's required And, you know, we build it up in our heads and it becomes this massive thing in order to, so in order to have courage and move forward and work through that, break it down. Basically just break it down into baby steps so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Break it down into five steps and then break it down to another five steps so that the steps are so small, little tiny bite-sized pieces of action that you can take so that you remove some of the fear out of it and celebrate your wins. Every time you take one of those steps towards this new thing that you're doing or this new life or this action, reward yourself, show yourself compassion, show yourself support, celebrate yourself. Do all the things that you would do for a friend who is taking action towards building something new for themselves or doing something that they're scared of doing. So celebrate yourself So I hope that answers your question in regards to how to do something with courage when facing change. So the other question that came in that was, which I thought was really good and really interesting, was how to manage regret when you make changes in your life. And I was like, well, that's a heavy one. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, like and it's like how do we how do we do that that's so huge and again i can't speak for everyone's experience because some people will regret things and they will be much bigger regrets than others they're not comparable are they but what i will say is this so often in life we regret the things that we haven't done as opposed to the things that we that we do so if you are acting with integrity and you've thought about the thing that you want to do or the changes that you want to make, and they feel difficult, but you know in your heart, because remember, you have the answers inside you, but you know in your heart, this is the change that you want to make, or this is the right change for this season of your life. Providing you are acting with integrity, I personally think that it is better to move forward with integrity, or even though it might be difficult and disruptive, within your life than it is to not make changes and then reach a certain age and look back and think, why the fuck did I not do something? Why did I not make that change? Why did I not go for it? Because right now you have time on your side. If you're listening to this now and there are things that you want to do with your life, you have time on your side So you have time to go and do those things. And you don't know how much time you have. Nobody, none of us knows how much time we have. But as I sit here recording this, there are things that I want to do with my life and steps that I'm taking every day to get me closer to those things. But one day I'll be sat here and I won't have any more time left. And that sounds really like, whoa, (laughs) But it's the truth. Like we are, our time here is finite. I would rather look back and at the mistakes that I've made, uh, the things that I didn't do right or, you know, anything like that and go, well, you know, I was doing the best I could with the tools I had and be compassionate towards myself in regards to any mistakes or failures that I've made and be open to always learning from them. I would much rather be sat in that position than I would be to be sat there and be upset or cross with myself and regretful. I don't ever want to regret the things that I didn't do. I'm happier to regret things that I have done, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And everybody's different, but that's just my personal opinion. Going back to my previous point, I think it's so important to give yourself space to do the internal work. And this is where things like meditation Are So incredible. And I'm not a meditation teacher. I am by no means a meditation expert at all. Um, I did write an article for it recently for a magazine uh, regarding my journey with meditation and how I used to be like, yeah, 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 meditation, whatever. And I started doing it and was like, whoa, this is amazing. And it has been transformative for me. So I can speak from it from that point of view. But I think the best thing that you can do for yourself when you are going through changes and transitions is definitely give yourself that space to feel all the feelings. Think about what it is that you really want so that you can move forward in a way that is positive. Like change doesn't always have to be scary and you definitely don't have to do it alone. You know, some of the best things in life can come from unexpected change or plans going wrong. And whilst it might not feel like it now, You may even look back on this season of your life and feel gratitude, as crazy as that might seem. Remember, you can't control change when it comes out of nowhere, but you can decide on where it takes you. As always, thank you so much for joining me. It means so much that you give up your time to be with me. And I hope that if you're going through any changes in your life at the moment, that these tips and techniques will help you not only survive, but thrive during your changes. Don't forget to subscribe, share on social media if you found this podcast episode useful. And as always, remember, you have the answers inside you. You are the magic that you seek. Until next time. Bye. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button before you go. And if you found this episode useful, why not share it with someone else or leave a review over on the Apple Podcast Store. I'm super excited for you to join me again, but in the meantime, you can find me over Instagram at Haley Scott Summers for a daily dose of inspiration. Until then, seek out magic, show up messy and believe in yourself.